Howdy, y'all. I'm Leslie. I'm Laurie. Welcome to Sumo Kaboom. Sumo Kaboom, where the sumo things. And the sumo was fabulous. Was it not? It was. It delivered, as it, it always does. Yes, and we are going to break down some of our favorite moments of days 11 through 15 of the July 2023 Basho. And the hot Nagoya Basho. Yes. Uh, but first, we have some other things we need to talk about. That's right. We have some bingo winners. Aha. Mm-hmm. Congratulations. Congratulations, Josh. And Carlo, the men won bingo this time. All right. Yes. Wasn't it last time? I felt like it was all ladies. It was all ladies. Yeah. All right. It was a lot of ladies. But this time, the gentlemen were uh, quick. They were really quick. We know a little bit about Joshua Murphy, Josh Murphy, who won, I believe he was the second bingo in. The first bingo was Carlo in Hawaii. So if you are Carlo in Hawaii and you know that you won, send us a little something about yourself. Yeah, a little bio. We like to celebrate our winners. Yeah, we want to tell people how awesome you are. Because you brought your own style of sumo bingo to Nagoya 2023. So we have to honor you with our... Our own Emperor's Cup ceremony. Or Sumo Kaboom Emperor's Cup. (laughs) Bingo Emperor's Cup. (laughs) So I'm going to tell you a little bit about Josh Murphy. And overall, I think way fewer bingos this. No. No, same amount. Same amount. Okay, never mind. You checked them all while I just sat on my rear end in Colorado in the mountains. There, There were a lot of bingos that came in. Josh. He started watching sumo way back when ESPN2 used to do the Basho Digests. Yeah. And we've heard this yeah. from a lot of different people. Mm-hmm. A lot of people used to watch sumo back then. Mm-hmm. I didn't even know that it was on late night ESPN, but it's very cool that so many people out there in the U.S. caught it and caught the sumo fever That's that right. way. He drifted away because, you know, there was just no way to watch it. Yeah, that's also, also that's, a story. that's what everybody says. Yep. Josh found out about people streaming sumo on Twitch. And when people started talking about Tokshoryu getting close to winning the U show, he got he's just been watching it ever since. Well, I mean, that was a great storyline. That really, that really was. was the best. Yes. Ah, oh, his favorite Rikishi is the current U show winner. Oh, or oh, don't say no play. Oh, well, I'm at this ass- point, if you haven't watched, I'm assuming watched. you've all watched it. We're gonna relive the moments That's right. here in a moment. But yes, that is his very favorite sumo wrestler, Hoshoryu. He's just a big fan of how he wrestles. He's also a big fan of Ura because he will do the wackiest things, and also because he's adorable. <laughs> I know the pink mawashi and the can-do spirit win us over. Uh, Josh says thanks for running everything and for the podcast. You are so welcome, Josh. I'm Thanks just so for ha- listening. Yeah, happy to have you playing along. Well done on your sumo bingo. I just thought it was fabulous. And to our winner in Hawaii, we will, if you send information in, we'll feature you next week. And if you don't, we'll, we'll just, just make, make up. up. <laughs> we'll make up a whole story about you, Carlos. professional surfer, also side sushi chef, and a very high ra- highly rated beard award-winning uh, mountain lava top uh, restaurant in the Pacific Rim. Um, we could make up some great ones. A Hawaiian prince once upon a time. But uh, if you like that, we'll, we'll keep it. But let us know who you are because we want to celebrate you. Yeah. 
And to all of the rest of you with second place bingos, we are going to draw from our big pool of and prize by winners the time, today. Yeah, you'll yeah, well, you'll you'll know soon. Yeah, there's about 50 to 60 of you. Some of you are going to walk away with some gift certificates to big sumo fans to right. buy yourself some sumo merch online. Thank you very much, Robert from Big Sumo Fan, for helping us put on this bingo tournament every time. We adore you. We love what you do. And if you are a lucky winner, we will reach out to you by email and give you your gift certificate. That's right. You can buy all the you pink can buy order cards. merchandise you want. You can buy towels. You can buy stickers. You can buy... You can buy so many cool things yeah. calendars manga anything you want yeah so we always love it when you all send in poetry so i'd like to read one that comes from uh, one of our uh, one of our listeners this is a limerick sent in to sum up this listener's uh, thoughts when a big hitter hankas and i hear from everyone saying oh a hanka is a perfectly legal and legitimate way to win a match so he wrote a poem in response to that. Here we go. When Hanka defenders cry out, it's a shrewd way to win a tough bout. I see a man in a crowd letting farts fly aloud. What? Telling others, it's natural, don't pout. What? So <laughs> what is what they're saying is that like when when you watch somebody and you hear everybody go, a hanka is completely normal and like it's legitimate. You can do it. It's like it's, a fart. It's the same thing as someone just being like they're just farting all over the place and being oh. like, don't worry, a it's fart is totally a normal. totally natural. Just let it fly. Thing. Yeah. So I like I, I liked it. They apologize for the crudeness, but I they say that no apology needed because uh, I'm always on board. That was from uh, Brett. One okay. of our listeners, Brett. So thank, thank you, Brett. you, Brett. And we have some more from Little Miss Sumo. That's right. This poem is written from Ura's perspective. Thoughts just before and during his match against Hokuseho. <laughs> this, so imagine this is little Ura's, not big, he's big, big Ura's <laughs> inner monologue. Okay, this guy is tall. However, will I make him fall? I'll dip and twist, hook his leg, push high with fist, like a disjointed dance. Now it's become the sexy walk behind prance. Oof, what a giraffe. Thanks to God, he staggered and paff. Well done. Yeah, well done. I well like done. that sexy walk behind prance. Yeah, I he think does she's do that. I think they're talking about the okuridashi, like that getting behind. I call it the Heimlich, Heimlich maneuver, which I'm going to talk about because I think that bout happened on one of the days that I was taking notes. And uh, I remember visually very much that bout. We love your poetry. I'm going to tell you this because it's not really relevant to our breaking down of stuff, but there was a couple of retirements. Well, Ishiura has officially retired. But I pretty much think he's just been walking around in like shorts and hanging out lately. I don't even think he even showed up at this last tournament because he was so low down, like in Makushita or something. And uh, our, our sweet Chio no Kuni, who just could never get healthy again. And when he was healthy, I mean, both of these guys, the same thing, incredible skill, incredible efforts, but their bodies just couldn't heal 
I mean, Ishiura in his neck and Chiono Kuni seemed like he had no ligaments in his back or shoulder or anything anymore. There's just only so much you can do. So they're both going to be involved in the JSA. So we'll be seeing them more. But sad because I'm going to miss I'm going to miss them. Mm-hmm. But we'll see them with their haircut. So that'll be mm-hmm. kind of fun. Did you watch the documentary that's Gagamaru at, at Hakaho's at the Miyagano stable? Nope. It's really good, mainly because whoever's asking the questions asks the questions that or Gagamaru offers up the things that we care about or that are blowing our minds of truth. And one thing he said is he's watching uh, Miyagano's practice, which has Ochi or Hakuoho and has some of these younger guys practicing and Hakuho giving suggestions Gagamaru uh, said he broke down kind of what was happening in the practice and why they do what they do in a Keiko, but also mentioned this. You uh, are allowed to go to the bathroom during Keiko. That's good. And if you have to go to the bathroom, Mm -hmm. you do the old slippy-o to the side business. You don't come unwrapped. Well, I guess that makes sense. It's like if you're in a bathing suit. Like if you're a woman and you're in a bathing suit, oftentimes if it's wet, you don't take it all the way down. You yeah, do a it's little. Hard to get it back up. Yeah, you just do a little sneaky sneak to the side. So, or if you're in the water, <laughs> you just let it go. <laughs> it's a thing no one ever wants to reveal, admit, the, admit that they do, but everyone pees in the ocean. I'm pretty sure. Yeah. If the, at least we do. At least we do. It's wonderful and freeing. <laughs> You're like, it's the only time I get his pee and like, just make sure everybody's away from me. But anyway, he also said something on that same line, you would go number two, and he said that you would sometimes get poop on it. <laughs> Wait, is he saying the you Mawashi. would slip it to the side if in order pooping. to go number two? Yes. And he said that they often have poop on their mawashi. <laughs> Wow. <laughs> well, and I just this was is like, why they put them outside. Exactly. But then it makes me even more baffled that they don't wash them. Right. Well, so, I guess sunlight can <clears throat> kill that bacteria. I guess. But, but I would not be reaching back there for the T-bar grip if I could avoid it. Yeah. No, I mean, he had, it was, it's in These, English subtitles, but he had some real interesting things to explain that were like mundane, like how, like literally how does this work? And like, why is this happening? And he would just break down the interesting things like that. And that all came from, can they go to the bathroom during Keiko? Yeah, you can pee. You just whip it to the side. And if you have to go number two, then you're most likely going to get poop on your Mawashi, and that's just part of the deal. Oh, wow. <laughs> Boys. I, I know uh, this is the news that y'all think... care about. <laughs> I'm just like, would women do that? I no. don't think so. No. I if women not... <laughs> rule the world, whenever you do construction on the streets, it would make a lot more sense. Yeah, if well, we were rebuilding yes. highways, it would we not. We would definitely take off a Mawashi to go number two. <laughs> if yes. you ever got poop on your Mawashi, you would get a new one. <laughs> Absolutely. It would not be touched And you'd be again. allowed to take a quick shower because you're covered in it. But again, women don't run the JSA and they're not even allowed to be in the doyo. So until that happens, it looks like they're just going to have poop on them or washi. Wow. Well, Gagamaru, thank you for that tidbit. <laughs> that is fascinating. But you should watch it. He has a channel on YouTube and it's always um, really interesting. And because he knows them. 
Like he know he fought with these guys, so he knows who has poop on their walls. Right? No, but who was in the who was in Keiko <laughs> is like Ishiura was there. Yeah, but you know he's like you know he's really bad about that. Yeah, like, oh. a Mawashi who has his <laughs> Mawashi up his butt. Maybe he's just very good about going before practice. Exactly. But uh, Ayoyama, not Ayoyama. Oh, sorry. Um, Ricardo Sugano was there. Um, Ricardo Sugano, what's his, what's his Shikona? <laughs> Kaisei? Kaisei was there. <laughs> and uh, and Ishiura was there. And uh, who else was there? There was a bunch of other, it was a who's who at Keiko. Oh, how quickly they fall from your mind once they retire, right? I know. But at least I remembered his proper Brazilian name. Yes. So, which is kind of strange that, but, you know. That's like, I'll never forget Kakaru is Ricky Saboro. <laughs> anyway, I'm sure there's more news out there, and we have spent way too long telling you about what I thought was newsworthy, which is poop-related, <laughs> but apologies. Shall we move on yeah. to the actual sumo? Yes. I'm going to take you all the way back to day 11. And this feels like ages ago, because going into day 11, Hokuto Fuji and Nishikigi were tied at 9-1 and one right. in first place, and Daesho, Hoshoryu, and Endo were tied for second place with an 8-2 and two record. In the end of our last podcast, we were saying anybody could win this. Truly, it is up for grabs. But we were loving this momentum of Nishikiki and Hokuto Fuji. We were all over it. Absolutely. And I still am. Yeah. In day 11, I'm going to tell you just about a few of the fights. I wish I could tell you about them all, but I can't. Hakuo Ho met Takayasu in day 11. And I thought this was really interesting because we've got a brand new guy to the to the top division at mm-hmm. M, what, 16, M17? Yeah, whatever he is. He against, was lower than, I think, He's Konayama. at the very bottom, yeah. yeah. Against Takayasu, who is an ex-Ozeki. And I was really curious how they were going to meet power to power. Yeah. And Hakuoho was comparable. Yeah. And Hakuoho was much faster and hungrier than Takayasu. Hakuoho got Takayasu turned around, ushered Takayasu out without much fanfare, but I just thought it was a big deal for him to be able to meet an ex-Ozeki. Like, this is his very first tournament, Mm -hmm. and this is his lineup. He's already getting M7s (laughs) and ex-Ozeki. Like, that is a fabulous experience, if nothing else. And he came out the winner on day 11. He gets in there and goes... Like, he's just... (laughs) I'm sure that's what he's saying when he's doing the chachi. He's like, you know, he's the. You know, like when people make TikTok videos of pets and they like put people's voices behind them. He's a mouse. That's the monster of Reiwa's sound because he gets down and kind of like. Like hunkers over. Yeah, you need to put that sound behind <laughs> him doing a tachi eye and see if it really fits. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'm going to skip ahead on this day. <sighs> D- 
do Nishikigi versus Endo because Nishikigi was tied for first place. And you have to know that when he met Endo, the history of Endo versus Nishikigi was seven to one in Endo's favor. But I mean, Nishikigi had all of the momentum yeah. in day 11. The tension was really high when they met, but it didn't seem to bother them. There was a huge head bonk in the beginning, and then Nishikiki immediately hugged Endo underneath the armpits and maneuvered Endo out. It was as if there was no fight in Endo, and Nishikiki was just proving everywhere, right and left, that he had what it takes to go all of the way. And he showed it again on day 11. He just looked like he was on fire still. And I was like, well done taking out Endo, who you've had problems with before. Right. Good job. Kotonowaka met Shona Naomi, who I have, I'm just going to remember for the rest of time as Shiner Naomi because he fought this whole tournament with a black eye. He did. And so Shiner Naomi, <laughs> who's M14, was meeting Kotonawaka, a Komosubi. Again, these lineups were just wild. And the fight, honestly, a Komosubi versus a Magishir 14, brand new rookie for the top, went as you would expect. Right. Kotonawaka, Yori carried Shiner Naomi immediately out. <laughs> Honestly, the really impressive part came next, after the win. Because as Kotonowaka won, Shona Noumi threw this huge uwatanage of Kotonowaka, and Kotonowaka went flying, like mm -hmm. complete flip in the air, and rolled off the, de the edge of the doyo and landed in this on really... Back. Yeah, on it his like back. His back was square on the twada. I was like, he's had to yeah. have slipped a disc. Yeah, but, but he, he didn't. He immediately popped right back up. Anyone younger, anyone less athletic, or anyone less padded than Kotonowaka would have been grabbing their back and stumbling up or holding their shoulder or something. Yeah. But Kotonowaka just popped right it was absolutely nothing. Yeah. That's really what it seemed like. And I thought, okay, these guys really are made of stuff that I just cannot comprehend. I, I would be crying. Yeah, because that was one heck of a fall. Anyway, Koshunawaka went out with this win against Shona Naomi. Hoshoryu got one step closer to his Ozeki ship against Tamawashi that day. I'm not even going to tell you about that fight. Just to let you know that he won. He's doing, he's doing it okay. He's yeah. doing pretty good. Hokuto Fuji who was in the lead, met Wakamoto Haru, who was kind of in the mix. He was not, you know, in that second place, but he was in the mix, crawling behind in the third place position. Right. Okay. Wakamoto Haru still going for still his. Hoping. Still, still hoping. hoping to become Ozeki or still thinking like there's a possibility. So the tension was high and there was a false start by Hokuto Fuji, but Wakamoto Haru waited. And I think Hokuto Fuji's game plan was push Wakamoto Haru out early it almost worked. Almost. Almost. But Wakamoto Haru <laughs> sidestepped right at the end, pulled Hokuto Fuji's left arm in close to grab Hokuto Fuji's belt. And I'm absolutely loving how Wakamoto Haru does this. He pulls people in tight to get a better belt grip. Yeah. Rather than pulling down to the ground, he pulls them in to neutralize their pushes. And it became this really big belt battle. Wakamoto Haru is just really, really good at it. Hokuto Fuji's gotten better on the belt. Or or I should say he's been going to the belt more often right. than he usually does. But Wakamoto Haru was so much more stable and strong. And this time drove Hokuto Fuji back 
and out of the ring. So it was a win for Wakamoto Haru on that day. Final bout that I really loved on that day, Daisho versus Kirishima or Kirishima. I've heard it both ways. I don't know how to still say it. Still don't know. No. I think still, we're just going to get to decide on our yeah, own. I think so too. Daisho still going for those double digits. He was sitting, I believe, at eight and two on that day. So mm. he's like, okay, I got to have at least a couple more wins, 11, 12. That's really going to set me up. So I got to win from this point. Kirishima. I'm just going to say it both ways, just like back and forth. He is going for his kachikoshi, mainly for pride, right? It's his first basho as Ozeki. He was out the first few days due to an injury. So at this point, he was sitting at 4-4-2. and two. Right. Kirishima stayed close, did not allow Daesho to go into full windmill mode, and slapped Dae showed down mm-hmm. this time. So Karishima came out with a win. He went to five, four, and two, stepping towards that Kachikoshi. Right. So at the end of day 11, we had Nishikigi all alone in first place. Hoshoryu and Hokuto Fuji in second place. And then we had one, two, three, four other guys in third. Daesho, Wakamoto Haru, Endo, and Hakuoho. That wow. takes us to... Day 14. No, no <laughs> day 12. 12. All right. I'm going to give you notes on sumo from the mountains of Colorado, <laughs> which means that I was on vacation. Not knowing how to take notes on an iPad makes for dicey <laughs> breakdowns. But here we go. This is what I remember. It's all about the spirit. That's right. Kotoeko on Hokuseho did a beauty of mm-hmm. a throw. And... Um, I still don't know how these little guys are doing it, but they are doing it. I know we're going to come to another one that was pretty monumental as well on Hokuseho, but Hokuseho does much better against taller opponents. Mm -hmm. And just like Konishiki told us, he hated the giant killers. And Koto Echo is definitely... small guys? Yeah. He hated the little guys because you couldn't tell what they were doing and they just get in there like... (laughs) And and flip them or throw them. And that's exactly what happened with Koto Echo. It's beautiful. Shona Naomi pulled an epic throw on our leader, Nishikiki. To give him another loss. And it was taken down. He was taken down by a rookie. Mr. Surprise Onumi. I just made that up. Asana Yama is back. And had a win. uh, After he was supposed to be out for weeks. Apparently he miraculously recovered. In uh, 24 hours to 48 hours I think. He just doesn't need the bicep. I guess he doesn't. Because he won over Tobizaru. He just outmuscled him and moved him back, denying any lateral movement. So with enough tape, yeah. one can restick their bicep <laughs> back <laughs> to the shoulder or elbow <laughs> from which it was torn. That's my theory. I saw somebody, I can't remember who it was. They had wrapped their ankle up as if they were wearing a ski boot. Yeah. And I was like, who? Uh, Is there a broken ankle under right. that? I would not be surprised. Hakuoho uh, seemed to have injured his shoulder badly with this win over Abi. Yeah. And that it seemed as if that stubborn shoulder just finally did it in when he fell at the edge and he was brought to the dirt. Uh, but then, <laughs> as we find days moving forward, he yeah. also miraculously recovered. But we had seen the tape there. 
Um, but on he, his shoulder. On his shoulder. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he fell and right. And it seemed like on he just that, and his shoulder was down, almost like it was dislocated. And I thought, okay, that does look somewhat like a dislocation. He was holding it really low, so it looked like a dislocation or something major. But I don't know. They have some guy in the back who's doing minor surgery and stitching people up. I don't know what's happening. I was very concerned about him and his shoulder because he was so slow getting up and he grimaced so big after that. But I guess if you're like 19 or however old he is, you can just heal overnight. Just a couple of Advils and you're fine. This day was a bad day for Ozeki hopefuls. Yeah, it because really was. Daesho lost to Tamawashi, who just straight he did straightforward sumo, but Daesho showed a little bit of that too far forward lean right at the end. Mm-hmm. He gets excited, and once again, now he has a very slim chance of Ozeki ship. Hooked to Fuji brought down Hoshoryu easily with basically kind of like a step step out. From Hoshoryu, it was an easy win for Hokuto Fuji, and um, yeah, he and skipped back. He skipped after he beat Hoshoryu. He, did you see he did a little? Um, well, a, he should a little have been Munchkin. We happy. celebrate I mean, the uh, Lollipop Guild. He did yeah. a little uh, side jug and a skip. I mean, Hoshoryu couldn't have been happy with how that match went on day twelve. No. And uh, and that was a big surprise. Well, and he had lost against Hoshoryu five times, Hokuto Fuji, and he yeah. finally got yeah. the win. Wakamoto Haru lost to Kirishima, who is fighting for Akachi Koshi after his losses and absences. So that was kind of big stakes for Kirishima because he doesn't want to be caught upon. And so he just kind of pummeled and overpowered Wakamoto Haru. And that pretty much brought the day to an end with yeah. a bunch of losses to our Ozeki hopefuls. I know. I was really worried about them at the end of day 12. I, I thought, is anybody going to get <laughs> Is anybody gonna get their Ozeki ship? Okay. But that meant at the end of the day, Nishkiki was no longer in first place by himself. Right. Because he lost once. Right. Now he was tied with Hulk to Fuji for first, and we had Hoshoryu and Hakuoho, one behind, and then six guys trailing. And honestly, this is the part that gets me so stressed on the last <laughs> five days of each tournament. It's like how people are bobbing in first, second, and third place, because mm-hmm. each and every win means so much. Day 13, Endo versus Hokuto Fuji. They met on day 13, each of them 11-11 record. Like, right. it could go either way, anyway. left or right. Hulk Fuji, you know, has his way. His style of sumo is go for the throat and then get your opponents under the armpits with some pushes. Sometimes it works, sometimes it doesn't. Right. Hulk Fuji tried a slap down this time on day 13 that left Endo off balance just enough so that Hulk to Fuji could reach in, grab Endo's belt, and usher him out. I thought Hulk to Fuji did such a great job keeping Endo far enough away so that he couldn't make trouble. Because you know Endo. He loves to make trouble for he those in first place. He loves it. He loves to yes. shake up the joint. And so this must have been a big confidence booster for Hulk to Fuji on day 13. He's like, I'm still in the lead. Yes, I've done it. Asanoyama completely dominated Shodai using his left arm, the one that supposedly has the bicep tear, 
for all the power in this move. So again, it's like how how is he do how is he doing that? It's got to be so difficult, and yet somehow he's doing it. So well done, Asanoyama. The my favorite, my very favorite fight of the day was Nishkigi versus Hakuoho on day 13. A first time meeting between these two, as you would expect. And there was a huge, huge tachiai. Nishkigi worked his arms underneath Hakuoho and worked him all the way back to the edge. Somehow Hakuoho escaped and there, it turned into one of those long leaning battles in the center of the ring where they're leaning against each other and each one's kind of waiting for the other one to take charge and then they'll respond. Hakuoho went for a leg trip. This 19-year-old kid <laughs> pulled Nishkigi in close and tripped him and down Nishkigi went. I thought it was a surprise move mm-hmm. from Hakuoho. I didn't expect that. Why his legs are so big. I was like, right? how can you wrap it that quickly? Right? He's it was got great very, thinking. Very fast chunky legs, but like muscular chunky. All like, muscle. Like yes. All, but it's like a he moves his tree trunks yeah. of the legs he's, pretty he's quickly. Got the legs of someone ten years older than him who's been doing sumo. Yeah. Right? He just he has the physique it's for nuts. sumo. And he used a leg trip, I thought it was very smart. And his shoulder seemed to be fine. Right. Or he seemed to be able to maneuver around the shoulder. So that took Hakuoho to 10-3. And I thought it was an amazing... It was an, it was an amazing win for anyone as hard to push down. Like Nishkigi, we have often said, is bottom heavy. He's hard to send down. And Hakuoho used that move on him. 19-year-old kid to do that. It's amazing. Kind of a bummer for Nishikigi, though. Right. I know, because we were on the train to Nishikigi town. Yes, absolutely. I also love Wakamoto Haru versus Daesho, both at 8-4. And I have to admit, I did emit an evil laugh. Daesho pushed. Wakamoto Haru slipped aside. He grabbed Daesho, pulled him in close again so that Daesho could not pummel. And Wakamoto Haru left just enough space for himself inside the ring to slap down Daesho before he went flying out. And with that, the hopes of Daesho becoming an Ozeki just continued to disappear. Right. Ugh. But it came from somebody else hoping to be an Ozeki as well. So, yeah. I but guess every loss just starts to feel like a nail <laughs> in the, in the coffin, coffin that's right? Yeah. And that's I I don't like cheering for it except when it comes from someone else who's going for the same thing. Right. Yeah. He knows the feeling well. Yeah. <laughs> okay, one more to mention, Hoshoryu versus Kirishima. Hoshoryu needs the win cuz he's wanting to go for his Ezeki ship. Kirishima also needs to win to go for his Kachikoshi. His There's Ozeki a lot debut. on the line. It is huge. Oh, it's it's hard to overstate like how compelling these sort of matchups are when both guys absolutely need the win. For a very long time, both these guys were sort of caught up in this very awkward mawashi battle where they're both kind of trying to stay low and they're both bent over and lean they're leaning awkwardly it makes it really hard for us on the outside to see what's happening like there's a lot of jostling of arms going on in the center but after a while of that kirishima pulled hoshoryu around kind of in a circle 
and Hoshoryu stayed super low, and that allowed him to get just the right placement so that he could drive Kirishima backward and out over the bales. But really what it meant is that Hoshoryu got to double digits, and Kirishima lost. Mm. So at the end of day 13, we had Hokuto Fuji all by himself in the lead. Nishikigi fell out of first place and was then trailing with Hoshoryu and Hakuoho. And so mathematically, those were the only guys in the last two days who could possibly win. But I was on board for any of them. Absolutely. Koto Shoho versus Takara Fuji on day 14. This was an epic drag out battle. And we all know that Kota Shoho is very much in love and he just recently got married and it's obviously showing. But after one over a minute, just a drag out kind of brawl with him and Takara Fuji, this kid won. It just, I was kind of surprised, but he was like, no more. I have been down in the dumps and I'm going to get a win. And he got a win over over a veteran. So that was impressive. Yeah. He is battling a, a knee injury. Yeah. Yeah. Hoping hoping one day he'll get back to his better fighting form. I'm sure he will. He's still young. Takanosho got beaten by this powerful Gon- Gonoyama because this Gonoyama, it, it is so weird every time I watch him in his face. I'm like, I'm watching Goedo. I am watching Goedo. So anyway, that was, that was like, oh, all right. Um, the biggest bout of the day to me that was pretty exciting was this Hokuto Fuji versus mm-hmm. Hakuoho. Yeah. Best fight of the day, I thought, too. This battle I loved. I wanted Hokuto Fuji to, I want him to compete for the title, but Ochi, or Hakuoho battled like a veteran. He really looked like a veteran. And he, they had a huge tachi eye, which you would expect um, from both of these guys who were like bulls. And it was after that, though, it was kind of like a slower, like really close kind of slog out of a, ba- of a battle with Hakuoho and his hips kind of battling nicely on defense. Like he does, he has learned from Hakuoho how to like wiggle those hips. Even though Hokuto Fuji, I think, had a grip on his Mawashi, he continues to wiggle his hips to just make that grip not as solid. Mm-hmm. And um, he's really, really good at that. But also choosing wisely his his approach to advance quickly when he can. So he kind of just hangs out and then he's just like, nom, 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 nom. <laughs> so in the end, how it all ended is Hokuto Fuji rushed Hakuoho back to the edge, but Hakuoho lays him out behind him in a beautiful throw. It was, I think it was a Tsukio Toshi. Yeah. So if you're new to sumo, what that means is you grab... It looks like you're going out and you grab your opponent underneath the armpits and you just twist and then your opponent goes out first. Yeah, it's you like, don't, it's you like don't throw have... in a big old piece of trash, like a trash bag, like over yeah. your shoulder. But it's you don't have to have their belt for it. You can just kind of grab their armpits and their shoulders and do it that way. That's right. Yeah, that's a great description. Midori Fuji tried a new red belt and then promptly lost. It was a pretty belt. It's a pretty color. Yes. Like but a cherry. we now know that it's cursed and he needs to go back to the black. Um, Hokuseiho was brought down by leg trips. And it, it, it seems that all the small guys have huddled and they said, 
big guy. Let's take him down. We'll go down with leg trips. So word is out. Hokuseiho went down very easily with a with, with a leg trip. Nishikigi versus Ryuden. This was a, a match. This was a, a thing of beauty because what happened was Ryuden threw Nishikigi to the dirt. I think what I my notes kind of mean is that it was very pretty. And I don't actually know physically how Ryudin did that to a very heavy-bottomed Nishikigi, but somehow managed to stay in like magic. They're both 10 and 4. What it time. meant was Nishikigi had just fallen out of his opportunity for the Yusho. That right. was the bummer. Right. What a winning streak for Ryudin. But what a losing streak for Nishikigi that right. took him out of contention. It was kind of heartbreaking. Yeah. Well, the surprise of the day, well, there were a couple of surprises. Um, Hoshoryu versus Wakamoto Haru. Now, Wakamoto Haru decided, okay, I may not be an Ozeki, but here's what I'm going to try. I'm going to try a Hanka. <laughs> I'm going to try a Hanka. I'm Did just you gonna... mind? <laughs> you know what? On Hoshoryu, no. My thoughts that too. I don't care. Yeah. I mean, I'm like, he does it. He does it. But Hoshoryu proved how good he was because he was so quick. He just latched on and he went on the ride, yeah. on the Hank, the Hanka ride. He recovered, yeah. And then after that, he latched on and then he did a beautiful Kotanage arm. Like he pulled a beautiful throw. He was jazzed about it. He managed to set himself up so pretty for that throw on Wakamoto Haru. Yeah. All amongst that fra like frazzled first moment of just grasping on to Wakamoto Haru, who was to his side. And it happened so fast. Yeah. I got the sense that people were incensed online about yeah. this Hanka, but I didn't mind it either. I didn't. Yeah. I, and yeah. I know people are like, he's going to, he's going to be Ozeki. Like, yeah. if you're going for that level right. in the pyramid, you should never, never right. Hanka. But I'm like, on Hoshoryu, you can. Right. You absolutely can. Well, and it was fun to watch because it just proves there are some guys who are quicker. And Hoshoryu, he gets hankered on a good amount, but he's really good at recovering. He is and really good he at hankers. follow. Yeah, he's really good thing. at following the guy. I will know? never be angry about anyone hankering on Chiyoshoma. That's ever. right. Because, because he, he was the Hanka king. Yes. Another surprising one is Daesho. We got another Hanka yep. from Daesho. So yep. it was a two-Hanka day. It was. And then finally, Asanoyama versus Kirishima. Uh, this match... Wait, wait, wait. This, the Hanko that Daesho pulled, yeah. worked. Yeah. That was the difference. Well, yeah. I don't because even know. He still is going for those wins, right? right? Back to Breaking My Heart, Asanoyama versus Kirishima. Wow. Asanoyama laid out... Kurishima. And I wrote, what a story. <laughs> what a story. I guess I was ready to go back to my vacation. I think what I was trying to say is that I adore them both. I want them both to be Ozekis. And I'm liking Asanoyama in and being able to compete against the new Ozeki. But I want the new Ozeki to be healthy and to be performing as a perfectly healthy Ozeki. I think I know what you're saying. Right. They both had to win on both 14 and 15 in order to get their kachikoshi. Right. That wasn't possible. Right. <laughs> One of them had to lose. And this time it was Kirishima. Right. And it was sort of like, oh, 
Asanayama belongs up there. Right. He is making a statement right. that he belongs there. Even when he's injured, he can beat another injured but still wrestling man. Yeah. Who is now Ozeki. Yeah, I thought it was pretty exciting too. What that meant on the day on the last day, we had we were going into day fifteen with a three way tie. Yeah. Hokuto Fuji, Hoshoryu, and Hakuoho. So if your name started with H, it was a great day for you. All I have to say, well, there's much I'm going to tell you about day 15, but one of my biggest lessons that I walked away, one of my biggest thoughts that I walked away with mm. was they must have put a really nice lady on the awards committee because so many people got a prize. It was like, you get a prize, and you get a prize, and you get a prize, and you get a prize. We value your efforts. Yes. And we appreciate all of them, and I think we should all be yes. appreciative of what you brought to this yes. boss show. You've entertained us, and yes. we shall reward you with a prize. Yes. That is exactly what I would have done in that place. So I'm I'm really glad whoever they put on the committee. Great job. Shiner Naomi met... Miyogi Ryu, and he had to win in order to get a prize, which, you know, I don't love the, you know, you have to win in order to get this prize, but he did. He won, and he got a Kanto show. He won by slapdown of Miyogi Ryu. So well done, rookie. Mm -hmm. Shona Naomi got it. Big G also had to win against Tamawashi mm -hmm. in order to get a prize, and he did it with a huge thrusting battle. And after being pummeled forward and back, he pulled himself together enough to push out Tamawashi. And he got a prize. So it started on this really high note. I was like, oh, gosh, already two guys in a, in a row won prizes. And the rookies, good for them. And then I was treated. This entire day 15 was so much fun, in my opinion. From yeah. start to finish, there yeah. was so much to love about this day. Midori Fuji, the smallest and lightest wrestler in the entire field, pulled the most beautiful Shitatanage against the tallest man in the division, mm -hmm. Hokuseiho. It looked like a demonstration match. It looked so effortless. And somehow Midori Fuji just like picked that perfect pivot point to grab yeah. on Hokuseiho's belt and then just completely flipped him legs to the sky over and I thought it just was like damn I know and Hokuseiho's face was like the closest it looks to eating or like having pie on your face yes he was just like well I got had <laughs> and that was pretty ugly how I got had <laughs> um I guess I'm gonna have to answer to that later with Miyagono. Yeah, uh, probably so. But boy, what a treat it was to watch. Everybody loved it. Yeah, I even I, I showed my boyfriend did. who doesn't really care so much about sumo, and and I was like, you ha you just you have to watch this because he was he was hearing me squeal. He was like, what are you watching? <laughs> And they kept showing the the instant replay like five times, yeah. you know, in slow mo. And he he was pretty amazed. He was like, "That's pretty cool. <laughs> That's pretty cool." I was like, "It is really. This it is guy's really huge. Cool. This guy's like your height. Like this is crazy." Then we had Nishikigi versus Hokuto Fuji. Now Nishikigi is no longer in the race for the Basho, but Hokuto Fuji is, and Nishikigi has been doing really well until the last few days, right? As Hokuto Fuji often does. He put his hand to the chin of Nishkigi, and then he went underneath the armpits. And 
Nishkigi jumped back, and I think maybe he just jumped back too far, mm -hmm. a little bit too far, and that allowed Hokuto Fuji to then pull Nishkigi straight down and to the ground. Not a great finish on day 15 for Nishkigi after no. being so close. And in the interviews, he just looked, he just didn't look excited for himself. He just sort of knew that he had lost it in the last three days. But what a win for Hokuto Fuji yeah. on day 15, because what that meant was now we were going to have a playoff right. and Hokuto Fuji was going to be in the playoff right. because the other two guys who had the same record as him were meeting later in the day and whoever won that battle was going to meet Hokuto Fuji. And you could tell that it was like his dream. Yeah. He was so excited to win this. One. And I was excited for him. Absolutely excited. Mm -hmm. I was like, this day has just got I know, even and better. it seems like he was losing hair each day. He as seemed, he got more excited. As he got more excited. Like, ba-ching, you lost another piece of hair. Yeah. Bing, you lost another one. Oh, man. Maybe it's just the stress of it. That's Bing. what I was thinking. It was just the complete stress of it. But he was yeah. excited to be there. And I think we've all wanted this for Hokuto Fuji forever. Yes. Yes. We have. And speaking of stress, I think I read somewhere that Hoshoryu, once he got to double digits, second half of the Basho, he got stressed and he was like, I couldn't sleep anymore. I just oh. had the hardest time sleeping. Oh, so no. it gets to them. It gets to these wrestlers. Also really loved Kota Nawaka. He needed to win in order to get a Kanto show. And he did mm -hmm. against Ryuden, start to finish. It was big old Kotonawaka for the win. So again, thank you, thank you to that prize-giving committee for just making the whole day super fun. And it's, I think it's really exciting to see Kotonawaka do so well at Komasubi. He's, it's yeah. just like he's slowly, slowly rising yeah. up the Bansuke. And he's means, calm and cool and collected. Yes, that's exactly he where his, he needs to be. His dad's attitude. It's and, just very calm. Yeah. And, and it's, he could be going up to Sekiwaki, which is exciting. Yeah. And then we had Asanayama against Wakamoto Haru. And this uh, was kind of a statement match. To me, Asanoyama looked stronger mm -hmm. in the end and just completely dominated mm -hmm. Wakamotoharu. Mm -hmm. It was just really beautiful blocking of everything that Wakamotoharu tried and well done because what that meant is Asanoyama got his kachikoshi even after going out right. several days due to injury. Right. Real compelling win there. I know he doesn't walk away with a prize, no, but... but I know he won. He some would have points. had double digit wins, I think, or yes. or he would have had, yeah, yeah, something even more decisive. So that was super exciting. Takanosho met Daesho, and Daesho again leaned too far forward at the end. He just didn't have what he needed in order to walk out with this win. It went to Takanosho this time. So Daesho and Wakamoto Haru did not get. The 33 right. wins that they needed. In They're just order not to ready yet. They're just not ready yet. But we still had one match to go. Well, a couple matches to go. Last one of the regular matches Hoshoryu versus Hakuoho. This is a first time meeting. And this, this matchup was wild and crazy to mm -hmm. me because it was the guy at the bottom of the Bonsuke right. versus a guy who's at the top. And because. 
been up in this upper division for a while. For a while. For a while. up, slow progress, slower progress than many. Yeah. So it's like fire with like somebody who's been there for a good long while. But Hakuoho is strong and he has he has risen so fast through the ranks that, you know, people were were watching these two as they were warming up and they were like, is it possible His for this rookie to win stare this? down is like he has no confidence issues. None. He knows he belongs yes. up there. Yes. He and is loud and proud. They were giving each other. The death stares between the two of them were so good. Yeah. It was like so proper drama. Yeah. Hoshoryu's game face was on and Hakuoho's game face were on. They were just on on it. Sending. It was like watching the cartoon when the little arrows come mm-hmm. out of the Eyeballs. other person's eyeball. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It, mm. They were like, I am ready to meet you. To murder you in the doyo. <laughs> there was a huge blast from Hakuoho. He actually looked like he won the Tachi Eye. Yeah. He really did. And and that angle, I was like, okay, was that, that's exactly what it should look like. Yeah. So if there were any questions and more powerful. Yeah. If there were any questions about Hakuoho's shoulder, they were all <laughs> forgotten. Because if it is still injured, he can work around it and work past it. Hoshoryu tried to absorb that Tachiai and got himself in the super wide stance and he placed one of his legs in between Hakuoho's legs and pulled a gorgeous Uwatanage, pulling Hakuoho down to the dirt and giving the best winning wrestling face at the end I have ever seen. He was so excited. Yeah. His eyes were wide, but he was trying not to express his joy, right. but it was coming through anyway, because you could tell he was so excited. <laughs> ha, 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 ha. Well, really well done, Hoshoryu, for that. When Hakuoho still got a prize, yeah. which is great. Yeah. So, hey, we've got a winner and a prize winner, two winners. Laurie's happy. Right. So that meant, after a short break, we were getting a playoff between Hoshoryu and Hulk to Fuji. It literally happened so fast. He went back. The camera followed him. He immediately finished that match, went back, sat back down, got his hair done again, and then got right right back up. Like, that's the yeah. first thing you do when you leave the doyo is someone's like, let me do your hair. Yes. Well, yeah. Well, you got yeah, the basics. You gotta, yeah. yeah, you gotta, you gotta look have good. Beautiful hair. You gotta look good. I will say the setup for this match, you could tell that Hoshoryu has lived in this kind of pressure and excels in this kind of pressure. Hokuto Fuji, on the other hand, you could tell was not used to this kind of right. pressure. Like just looking at their faces. Yeah. You know, Hoshoryu. He's excited to be there, but hasn't been there. Exactly. Like you could you could tell Hoshoryu was thinking, I have earned this. Right. I am taking this. The the crowd was absolutely pumped for this playoff. They were behind it 100%. But Hokuto Fuji just kind of looked like, oh my God, I'm excited to be here. Oh, How this is I? my, it was almost like you could see him thinking, this is my one shot. Right. This is my one Like shot. too much power behind this moment or can time. i or can i do this can't, like yeah. can i do this yeah. as opposed to hoshoryu's like i, I am do doing it yeah. and i, I am this, this moment yeah 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 so there was a real big confidence um 
I don't even know what you call it, not a competition, but there was a difference in confidence levels yeah. as they were setting up that I could, you could feel through the television, right. in my opinion. Hoshoryu did a great job in this match, stopping Hulk to Fuji from going underneath his chin or from pushing him back by the armpits. Hoshoryu watched really well, and he pulled down and pushed Hulk to Fuji out. And I, that sounds like a very, very boring, <laughs> boring breakdown. But this match was all about the setup and yeah. the face at the end. Because again, Hoshoryu gave that like eyes wide expression and like, I just ate the lion. Yeah. It's like that Asa Shoryu, that Mongolian rage. Yeah. And and then the possession. And then he sort of held to get he held it together for just a little bit on the doyo. And then he started walking back on the Hanamichi, and then the tears started to flow. Well, I saw a blubber of the the, the qu- a quiver of the lip. A quiver? A quiver of the lip as he won. And then he turned around and he sat down and he accepted his prize and then he he had composed himself. But he was that close to just be like, oh my God, <laughs> I did it. It was very sweet. And, and that kind of won my heart because you don't think of him as a kid who's got tears in him, but... He has tears like everybody else. He wanted this. And to think the pressure he's had as the nephew of Asa Shoryu, like... Well, and that's what I the mean. under... Like, everyone's kind of not expected him to... I mean, they want him to become that, but it was so hard to... Like, you could just couldn't see it happening, happening well, because Asa Shoryu I mean. was like, like rage. He has been in that pressure cooker... Of I get all of this from my uncle. I get all of this from the press. All of all these all people want me to do well, right. and I can't do well, and I'm getting better. But he's he's used to performing in that pressure cooker, right. whereas Hokuto Fuji is Isn't. just not. Right. He's just been in those middle ranks for so long. Right. And you know, I should have looked up his record to see if he's been in a playoff before. Mm. I. Don't remember him being in a playoff, but he w- he's been there longer than I've been watching sumo. But that seemed to be a new experience for him. The yeah. pressure cooker of all of those people just being so excited about that match and yeah. being so close. Yeah. It was good times. Oh, it was great times. And which meant so excited that her show you is now an official Ozeki. Yeah, so he won all of the trophies and all of the prizes and all the of the money macaroon. and all the watches and all of the rides in the car and, yeah, the big cookies. He won all of that stuff, all the certificates. He was so excited. He got hugs from his Heia mates, which is a big deal because it seems like almost nobody hugs in Japan. Big smiles. And then the news that came next was that he is our newest Ozeki. Yeah. And just today, or, well, whenever you listen to this, but he had the old ceremony, and I'm sure he said, oh, what what was the quote he said about himself? Uh, He said, I will do my best with the spirit of a flash of spirit. (laughs) The spirit of a flash of spirit. That is a translation uh, from Nikon Sports, so don't pay attention to that. But I think I'm sure he's saying what everybody else is. I'll be the best Ozeki I can possibly be. And yeah. that's pretty much it. They go out there and they say one sentence and like two guys pop by from the Ichimon and they're like, hey, all the cameras are here. Did you know you're an Ozeki? And he's all dressed up and he's like, I kind of knew. Um, here's my pledge. And then they're like, here's, bow, a fish. here's a fish. Bow, bow. Let's party. And then they go out and stand on the backs of the their 
lower ranked Hayamates. And then, yeah, and then there's a big old party. And so he's our newest Ozeki. Yeah. So that will be exciting for our next tournament. So great. So, so great. That means we're going to have Takake show. We're going to have Kirishima and Hoshoryu as Ozeki next time. That's right. Which is so thrilling. I'm so happy for him. And I know lots of you are too, because you've sent in lots of notes and messages saying that you were so excited for Hoshoryu. So until next week. Well, before we go, oh, yes. I need to I need to do some big thank yous. Oh, yes. Yeah. For all of the people who have donated this year, Tara, Paula, Kurt, Joe, M, M and D, Justine, Thomas in Germany, some email that we don't know who you are, but thank you. Uh, Little Miss Sumo, Dr. KVC, Peter, um, and then we've got a Green Apple and Destructo Vicky, uh, Rod Lunsford. All of you all have donated. And to our continuing donors, Annie and Scott, Susan, Carol, Dan, Caroline, Carl, all of you are uh, our angels, as as well as everybody else's uh, donated. Also, um, Jessica, Buckland, Mai, Keith. There's so many of you who have gone out of your way and opened your wallets to support what we're doing here. Um, we'll keep doing it <laughs> as long as we can. We absolutely love it. We're just thrilled that y'all are along for the ride and you love listening to us talk about our passion. That's right. Because this is something we love talking about. We're just glad you're here. Right. We do it for you all. And um, we thank you. Y'all are just the best. Y'all are the best. We always have episodes every Wednesday and always breakdowns during the Bosho. So thanks for listening. If you're a new listener and to our old, older listeners, we love you. Thank you. And to our supporters as well. I'm Leslie. I'm Laurie. See y'all later. Bye. Bye. Bye.